If we're listening to that, in fact, is the mayor of Cape Town, Jordan Hill Lewis. Mr. Mayor, good morning to you. Uh, I make the point, I think it's worth repeating, sometimes being in the room is progress. Is there a little bit of progress between you and the taxi industry in Cape Town? Yes, I think there is a little bit of progress. We have agreed on probably, I would say, 20 of the items that will remain impoundable. There's still debate over probably another 20, I would say. So we're roughly halfway there, I think. Uh, and we've given ourselves until the end of the month. So I think there is progress. Okay. You um, you would have heard the conversation around concerns about an increase in crime. Extortion has been a big problem in parts of Cape Town since the pandemic. You're now fitting out police officers with body cams and dash cams. The police officers that you control, at least, obviously, the rest are SAPS officers. What impact do you think yes. that will have? Oh, I think it will be significant over over years. Uh, firstly, we want the public to be able to trust uh, law enforcement, you, you know, thoroughly. Uh, sadly, 57% of the South African public say they don't trust the SAPS anymore. And that's very sad. It makes it very hard to do effective policing. So we want uh, there to be a record of every single interaction between officers and the public, basically. And that's that's the point of the body cameras. It also protects the officers from spurious claims about their uh, conduct, which we do, which we do often have. Uh, and of course, then for, for crime scenes or, or crime incidents, it gives you extra evidence. It gives you video footage from from the ground. Uh, there might be several officers on the scene, which gives you several different angles. Uh, and all of that can be used for more successful prosecution. So this is actually standard now for law enforcement agencies around the world. It's new to South Africa. We are, so far as we can tell, the first law enforcement agency to roll it out. But I think it will be, and it should become standard uh, over the coming years. Do the cameras record sound as well, or only images? No, they record, uh, you can you can hear exactly what's going on. Uh, all the time it records full sound and it's it live streams uh, the whatever the officer is seeing uh, and then it also records so that even if there is buffering on the live stream it's recording smoothly uh, as well okay so i mean this could lead to police behaving better and civilians who yes. are being uh, who are interacting with the police people they're arresting behaving better too everybody suddenly realizes exactly. what's what they say what they do will, will play out in court we saw some international evidence that shows in a 93% reduction in hostile engagements with the police after the introduction of uh, body cameras. Now, I, you know, if we get that kind of result, that would be fantastic. But even if it's, even if frankly it's it's less than that, it would still be a huge improvement. I must just ask why we have you, Mr. Mayor. Um, there's been a, one or two uh, people who've been protesting in Cape Town about the increase in electricity tariffs there. And this is actually yeah. a hot issue in Joburg, where there are arguments around the revaluation. It's a big issue in Etiquini, what's happening in Westville in particular. But as I understand it, you've decided through your budgeting process to increase the electricity tariff by more than the NURSA uh, what NURSA has decreed. Now, I know there's a legal argument or a legal dispute, uh, or uh, let me just say an argument at this stage, between you and NURSA as to whether it's a recommendation or whether their decision's actually binding. But I don't want to get into that too much. What I would like to know is why are you increasing tariffs by more than what NURSA said? NURSA said 15%. Well, NURSA said that's uh, seven or eight days after we adopted our budget. So it makes it impossible to plan at a municipal level when NURSA does not honor the municipal planning cycle. NURSA approved the ESCOM increase of 18.6% back in February when we introduced our budget. 
So it's a reasonable assumption to say that if if they've approved 18.6% for ESCOM uh, and we are an ESCOM customer, then that is what we will need to be able to pass on to our customers, uh, to our consumers in the city. Uh, then only after we, we've gone through the entire statutory process, hundreds of public me meetings and consultation and so on, and through the full council adoption process, then they come out with a, a different decision. Uh, and then not taking into account the, the arguments that we've made around treating every municipality in the country the same. But we just face fundamentally different cost profiles between a small town, uh, you know, Calfinia or Beaufort West uh, and the city of Joburg and the city of Cape Town. Fundamentally different cost profiles. So, so to treat them all with the same brush is just is just irrational, and that's the case we're making. So, the money that you would be getting from the electricity tariff, all of that is to recover the cost. You're not making any extra money. Uh, we we pay our ESCOM bill, which is about a billion rand a month, and we don't owe them a cent. And then we do cover extra electricity costs. Yes, we cover we we service every single streetlight in the city, nearly four hundred thousand of them. Even in ESCOM supply areas, they don't service the streetlights at all. We do it all. We provide the electricity for those streetlights. Uh, we provide the cross subsidisation to the poor. That's a very very important issue. It's probably the biggest chunk of that additional cost. We provide extra cross subsidisation. In this year, we actually reduced the price of our so-called lifeline tariff, which is the lowest tariff for those. Um, those really struggling. Uh, so, so all of that subsidy must be cross-subsidized by customers higher up on the on the income and usage band. And uh, and then of course we we you know we provide better electricity infrastructure. That's why if you are unlucky enough to live in an ESCOM supply area and you have an outage, that outage usually takes between 18, 24, even longer, 48 hours to get anyone on site to repair mm -hmm. it. That's not the case if you if you live in a city supply area. Jordan. So all of those costs are covered. Jordan Hill-Lewis, thank you. Mayor of the city of Cape Town.